Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Critical Carry 6618 and says, Would I be the arsehole if I exposed my neighbor, 42 male, to his wife out of retaliation? My boyfriend, 28 male, and I, 24 female, recently went on a trip. My boyfriend surfs, and I surf a little. I've done it for a few years now, but don't get the time and location to progress a lot. Anyway, it's embarrassing, but the board hit me in the face. I developed bruising around under my eye and a few cuts and scrapes. It fortunately wasn't super horrific looking, but when we got back home, my neighbor, 42 male, saw me and asked about it while I was checking my mail. I told him what happened. He joked, maybe my boyfriend gave me the bruise and I'm just too obsessed with him to care. I told him that's disrespectful. Just kept it short and terminated the interaction. He goes on laughing and I walk away. My boyfriend confronted him on his behavior and told him not to approach me or talk to me. He nodded and agreed and apologized. The next day, we get police doing a wellness check on me because of an anonymous report. I just know it has to be the neighbor. They wanted to make sure no domestic abuse was going on. They questioned me and my boyfriend. I had to show them GoPro footage to try and prove we went surfing. 42 male has been super flirtatious with me in the past and every time my boyfriend is away, travels for work, he seems to take note of this and starts trying to run into me more, catch me on my runs, etc. He has said inappropriate things to me that a man with a wife really shouldn't be saying. This is just for context. I have proof of some of his inappropriate behavior because he tried to add me on Instagram and DM me some inappropriate text while he was supposedly drunk. Would I be the arsehole if I show his wife those? I guess it's petty because I'm retaliating, but I just hate the guy now. And maybe he truly will stay away after that. I don't want to start a back and forth war though. I feel unsafe during the times my boyfriend is away for work. It was nice to honestly just vent this here. Think about doing it. Maybe I should leave it at that, but let me know. Edit for some clarification based on comments. My neighbor, 42 male, has a history of flirting with me and saying inappropriate things. I can give examples of what I mean by that if needed, but it feels unnecessary. It's been almost one year of us living there and similarly long with his slowly escalating behavior. My partner has confronted him before, a few weeks prior to the scenario when the drunk DMs happened. During this first confrontation, 42 male was told to stay away from me, to not approach me or talk to me. Then my boyfriend confronted my neighbor again for a second time. This incident was to firmly remind him again of what they had previously discussed. That he is to be keeping a distance from me. It was my boyfriend keeping him in check and giving him a final warning. It was not a sudden or new reaction after the conversation about the bruise. I strongly feel he called the police out of spite not suspected DV, most likely at spite against my partner. 
My neighbor has made the comment of me being too obsessed with my boyfriend many times over, and it is largely because he is aware we have a good relationship, which he has somewhat stalked, online and offline. So this joke wasn't a one-off harmless remark. It's been an ongoing absurd irritation he's been voicing in various ways for months. According to him, my neighbor, I talk about my boyfriend too much during our conversations, which he has told me he doesn't like. I do that a little bit on purpose to spoil his attempts to steer the conversation with me towards inappropriate territory. All these conversations are not consensual. They occur when he finds a way to cross paths with me. He initiates and I spend the whole time trying to leave. I have been doing so by talking about my boyfriend because for a while it seemed to work and turn him off. Now I think it just angers him. I just straight up walk away now with politeness out the window. And OP put the update within the same post, so a lot of the comments are replying to both at the same time, so I'm not going to cover any comments just yet. But what sounded really worrying to me in this one, it sounded like it was almost like escalating behavior, that the fact that you used to talk about your boyfriend to sort of like brush him off and get him away from you, and he seemed to used to accept that, but now it's turning to anger. Whenever you talk about your boyfriend, he gets angry about it and says you talk about him too much. A commenter which OP replies to, Southern Dig says, Not the arsehole, but honestly, the first part didn't seem bad. Your joke, too obsessed to care if he hit you or not, sounds like Stockholm Syndrome. Then your boyfriend threatening him not to talk to you ever again sounds like a typical abusive controlling boyfriend. I probably would have called the police on a wellness check too under those circumstances from his perspective. But the other stuff you mentioned makes it seem like he didn't actually care that much. So yeah, sure, show his wife. Lev replies that and says, the boyfriend getting upset would have been a huge red flag for me as well. OP, the guy is wrong and a creep and probably deserves to be called out for the sake of actual domestic violence victims. Please don't do it over this. The last thing you want to do is punish someone for trying to help bring light to a domestic violence situation, even if they are wrong. OP says, unfortunately, my neighbor knows there was no domestic violence. He did that to give us, or maybe specifically my boyfriend, trouble because my boyfriend confronted him telling him to not approach me or talk to me anymore. The comment he made about my boyfriend is another example of the many absurd comments he makes. And the reason for the confrontation by my boyfriend was because he has a history of approaching me and saying inappropriate things. Another comment goes along the same line saying, you know, him worrying about abusive behavior is a good thing, but also his behavior is creepy, so everyone sucks here. To which OP says, I assure you, he's not worried or suspecting domestic violence. The comment he made about me being too obsessed with my boyfriend is because he knows we have a good relationship, which he, my neighbor, makes the comments like this about often, then tries to laugh or pass it off as just a joke. He only called the police because my boyfriend told him to not approach me something that has to be reinforced because he's made tons of inappropriate comments to me in the past. OP does share the, the so-called drunken text, which is a lot of gibberish. It says Bella, Bo, Bella, and a lot of that, and says, you said you don't model. Okay, then what is this? Just jokes, and then like a little kissing face, and then says, can you imagine you blushing like you do? Don't be mad, take a joke. So you're without your boyfriend, I guess. OP continues and says it's mostly nonsense repetitive like this on and on. A photo of his drink glass on his balcony and until eventually he said he's sorry. I had to scribble out my name which OP did in the screenshot and then says I didn't do the whole conversation most of it's gibberish and he's Portuguese so some of it was Portuguese gibberish. OP then adds their post saying clarification my neighbor has never had my phone number or contact information. 
We don't communicate. He searched for me online and admitted doing so because I'd mentioned when I moved here that I recently graduated from art school, do some paintings on the side and sometimes sell a piece here and there. He claimed he tried to look for a website to see my art, but found my LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram instead. My name is published online in a few places because of my work, a recognition award I received while in university, and photos from my Instagram have been published too, so they're credited with my username. All this to say, he put it in his own work and found me. I did not give him my socials. Some people are saying that we are texting and communicating with each other. We have misunderstood. He messaged me on Instagram one time. I never responded to those messages. It was just him sending in text after text throughout the night and apologizing and saying he had been drunk. I have since blocked him. I shared this in my post because it is my only concrete proof that he's been flirting with me. Everything else transpired in person. Clarification. When the confrontation mentioned above in my original text occurred, my boyfriend was there unloading the vehicle, including the surfboards. We have a very long private driveway. I was in my boyfriend's line of sight, but not within earshot, until he heard the neighbor laughing loudly and me walking back. My boyfriend had also previously spoken to 42 male neighbor a few weeks before when the drunk DM happened, mentioned in the edit section above. So when my boyfriend heard the laughing and saw my face coming up the drive, he came down and reiterated to the neighbor the effect of, come on man, we discussed this, you need to stop walking over here, I'm warning you, that kind of thing. He was calm, measured and controlled, firm but not aggressive. Then OP comes in with their detailed update which says, first, thank you for everyone for voicing your opinions, I appreciate the most those who reached out to me personally and try to view the situation from my point of view, with my safety in mind. I will not be retaliating in any way. What I want is him to leave me alone, and I'm not going to achieve that by lighting a fire under their marriage, which I'm sure is already suffering, even without my involvement. I would have maybe been more inclined to be more transparent with his wife if I didn't live next door, had some anonymity, and he didn't have access to me, which it feels like he does. If I had answers to a lot of what-ifs, but I don't, I think it will make... My life a nightmare, especially when my boyfriend is away and I'm living alone for weeks at a time. Writing this post itself has been cathartic enough. To be honest, now that I've come down from my anger and feel more clear-headed, plus having talked with my partner and read all these messages, as many as I can, it's not a good idea to tangle myself up in this by going to his wife to try and make a point. I don't think it will give me what I want, which is for the man to never speak to me again. I also don't know how the wife, 31 female, will react. From the two interactions I've had with her, she was very short with me and difficult to engage, which has been from the start. I originally tried to introduce myself to her when I moved here and saw them standing at the foot of our driveway while we were moving in. A 42 male took over the conversation and was the more friendlier one. It is for these points I held back taking the DMs to the wife earlier. In the heat of the police call and some girlfriends egging me on to do it in the moment, I wanted to retaliate because I felt fed up and unfair emotionally drained, but on reflection, guys, it's just not worth it for my safety and peace to inform her. I'm sure she has some idea of his behaviors. He seems like a person who wears his frustration and emotions on his sleeve. Also, his eyes focus on my face and parts of my body when he talks to me is always very obvious. I'm sure this is a compulsion that he is exhibiting all the time. She has surely caught him doing it with other women. The reason I took to Reddit with a desire to finally talk to his wife after the police check was because, to me, his behavior, if he made the call, was an escalation of what he's been building up all year. He has been inappropriate all year, but to call the police? 
I was shocked to have them show up and it was very frustrating to sit there and cooperate with the report. I also don't see how this would help a domestic violence victim. I feel like it would make things worse for them. I am not a DV victim, but the police experience was traumatic for me. I hope it helps real victims, but I just don't see how it does. Also, I understand I will never know if my neighbor made the call or his wife did or even someone else. Aside from the two of them, I have no suspects. No one else interacted with us and the call happened the next day, so we'd only be back for one night. For those who say it's fair for him to have called it in. I also personally did not feel at the moment that my neighbor showed me the concerns someone would have if they suspected domestic violence. He should have given me a heads up, tried to ask me when my boyfriend might be out of the house, etc. You know, like a genuinely concerned individual. Would you spring a surprise police on a domestic violence victim who lives with their abuser? From his comment to his reaction, he was nothing but crass, rude and patronizing during our interaction. He was just getting some kind of satisfaction in trying to start a childish spat with me because he enjoys trying to get a rise out of me since his flirting no longer gets him the reaction he craves because he knows our pleasantries have soured. There wasn't any concern there. He was smirking and the behavior leading up to this incident, I feel, cannot be separated from the scenario. If it was just an isolated interaction with a neighbor followed by a police check, I would understand. I would not be making this post. Okay, this is getting long. Hope this suffices for an update for now. Thanks again, guys. And there was a couple more comments after that update, which I hope you replied to. So Millennium Caveman says, not the asshole, but you should check in with the wife and make sure she's okay. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got some behavior going on behind closed doors that keeps her disempowered. Be her friend. You can have each other's backs if it ever gets to that point. It really does sound like he's got some spiteful manipulation going on. If he's that entitled to get you to cheat on your boyfriend, I'm honestly concerned for his dynamic with his wife. Hopi says, Lots of people have suggested this in the comments, but unfortunately, I do not know how to approach her, let alone be friends. I feel like I may not be the right person to check on her. Initially from day one, when I saw them both while we were moving in, I approached him to say hello. I tried directing my attention at his wife and greeted her first, but she was difficult to engage and 42 male was the open, friendlier one who took the conversation. Despite my attempts to redirect back to her, she didn't seem interested. I've tried to bring up his wife to 42 male when we have our run-ins. It's one of my tactics to keep the conversation appropriate and prevent his flirting, but he shuts down when I mention her, asks about her, even simple comments. And one time he actually became so irritated and frustrated. When I called him out on that, he said he doesn't like it when I talk about his wife. You always bring her up. Then apologized and said he's just in a bad mood due to something. I got really weirded out by the sudden shift in his mood, a flash of anger. I terminated the conversation and made an excuse to go back to my house. I have a lot of hesitancy to approach her, that's why I haven't. I always back out. And then there was a comment just expressing, you know, their fear for OP and, you know, to document everything. Don't interact with him or his wife in any way. And, you know, just document, document, document. And if you do want to get a restraining order one day and make things a lot more easier, even though it's just a bit of paper and it doesn't actually stop him in the end. And OP added on to that one that they have got cameras installed and they're going to be considering window alarms, etc. But how would you deal with this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from guard specific 2058 and says Am I the Arsehole for cancelling my birthday party because my parents cut my sister a slice of my custom made cake the night before my party when she cried for it. My sister, 11 female, is the miracle golden child. She always gets what she wants whenever she wants. My parents are always trying to please her and make her happy. They always make a big effort for her on her birthday and do whatever that she asks for, but then they can barely remember mine and they are always conveniently broke. This year I wanted to enjoy my birthday so I babysat and even mowed lawns to make this possible. My birthday was a few days ago and the party was scheduled for the day after. I've been planning for weeks and invited all my friends. I bought the food, snacks and drinks and picked up my custom made cake which I was really excited about. It was just perfect. The night before the party, I noticed that my cake, which was in the fridge, had a huge slice missing. When I asked my dad, he shrugged and nonchalantly said that my sister was crying for it and it was just a small piece. My friends wouldn't notice. I yelled at him, asked him why he would do something like that, and it wasn't even bought with his money, and that my sister could have waited for tomorrow. This made him angry, and he went on a tirade about how I think I'm an adult because of my stupid party, implying at the fact that I did everything myself and did not ask them for anything. I ended up calling it off because I was not able to change the location last minute as I didn't have the means to and I was so hurt. I didn't want to host it at home anymore. One of my friends told me that calling it off was an overreaction and I could have just gone through with doing it at home rather than cancelling just hours before. Now this is an incredibly sad story. Look, you're not the arsehole in any choice you make you need to do what's best for you in this situation the only thing that i really dislike and i dislike it for you is that you're missing out on your party but at the same time is it going to be the party you want if you're having at home your parents are there i'm assuming your little sister will be there and you know get involved and you know there's a chance she's going to ruin it or, or something like that and i'm always like why do parents act like this push their children away and you know when you get older and you decide to move out and want little to do with them anymore they're gonna be all shocked pikachu face about it can you imagine seeing someone's custom or any birthday cake in a fridge and just thinking yeah we'll just take a slice that doesn't really matter the attitude of it man and in a roundabout way you know not justifying the behavior at all here it's sad for this 11 year old at the same time as well because she's being brought up like this. She's being brought up to be enabled to get whatever she wants in life. And she's potentially going to grow up with a really 
bad attitude, which just isn't a great thing, is it? But not taking away from what OP's going through, I don't blame you for whatever you choose. I just find it really sad that you're going to be missing out on your birthday party with your friends and an enjoyable experience for you. And I just hope that there's some way in the future that you do that you do, do something for yourself with your friends that hopefully makes up for your birthday. But Signal Reflection says not the arsehole, but next year see if you can have your party at someone else's house. Don't invite your family. Next time something like this happens, just show the cake the way it is. Let people ask and let your parents answer. Potato Soup says cancelling the entire thing may have been a bit disproportional to missing out on the opportunity to present a pristine cake, but you do you, I guess. Either way, not the arsehole. Your parents missed a valid opportunity to teach no. They aren't doing you, your sister, or them any favours here. Learning how to say no is absolutely necessary in life. Instead, they've reinforced a belief your feelings and autonomy do not matter, and that your sister can get a selfish way by having a tantrum. Eleven is more than old enough to be told, no, that isn't mine or yours. We don't get to help ourselves to things that are not ours, just because we want to. Sleepless says not the arsehole, that is really shitty of your dad. You didn't have to be a kid to enjoy and value your birthday celebration. That was your cake, and I would have been depressed about it too. I wouldn't invite your parents or your sister to your birthday parties in the future. Which nervous replies and says, they are going to raise an entitled brat. Put this way back in your memory bank for when the brat will be too busy to help out when they are older and they start to guilt trip you. It's a hard no. You favoured her, now she gets to take care of you. Click goes the phone. I'm sorry they are favouring her and it's easy to see why you are so disappointed for your 16th. Best wishes on finishing school, getting out of the house and making a found family. Not the arsehole. And just imagine the disappointment when opening that fridge and seeing a slice of that cake taken. It's just goes through their minds man but i'm gonna turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.